Hey, what's up, Seven Figure Flipping Nation? This is Mike Simmons. I am filling in for Bill Allen today because Bill is spending the week at Walt Disney World with his family right now. And let me tell you something, that is a well-deserved vacation. We just got done with the most awesome event of all time, Flip Hacking Live this past weekend. It was incredible. We had like keynote speakers that were mind-blowing. We had John Androsic basically do a personal concert for all the attendees. We had Kevin Brown delivered an, an unbelievable keynote speech, and Walter Bond came and did the magic that he's been doing for the last few years and fired everyone up. And those are just the keynote speakers. We had some of the most impressive and incredible lineup of real estate investors in the country. We talked about raising money. We talked about hiring. We talked about uh, building a team of contractors and, and doing flips. And we talked about lessons learned over the past 10 years. And we looked forward with some data about what's going to happen in the coming months and how to best prepare yourself for that. The event was mind-blowing, by far the best Flip Hacking Live that we've ever had. And one of the biggest things that happened is we opened the doors to the seven-figure flipping runway group. That's right. That is something that's closed all year long. The seven-figure flipping runway group is a group for people who really want to get into real estate. Maybe they've done a few deals, but not a ton, and they just need some direction. They need some accountability. They need some kind of a roadmap and a plan for how to be successful in real estate. And that's exactly what that group offers. It is an amazing group that we literally only open once a year at Flip Hacking Live. And this year, we actually brought in a few of our past Runway members onto a virtual stage to share their stories, where they started, what happened over the last year, and where they currently are in their business. And since a lot of people have been checking out the Runway program and trying to decide if it's a good fit for them right now, we decided to play this clip and share these stories so that you can get an inside look at what goes on in this group from members who have been in the group over the last year. The doors to the Runway program are closing tonight. If you're listening to this on the day that it comes out, Thursday, October 22nd, by the time you're hearing this, you probably have just a few hours left to get into the seven-figure Runway group. After tonight, we won't be taking on any new members at all until next October. There will be a waiting list, but you will have to wait for a full year. Guys, it will be October 2021 before you can get another chance to get into this group. I'm telling you, this group has changed lives. You're going to hear about it in this clip. So listen to this clip. If you want to jump in, go to sevenfigurerunway.com. Again, that's the number seven, sevenfigurerunway.com now and sign up before the end of the day, before midnight. And to find out what really is going on inside this group to find out what it's really like, keep listening. We're gonna show you and bring some members to you in this clip that have been in the group for a full year. All right, are you guys ready to listen? Let's roll the clip. My name is Bill Allen, and I'm the leader of a group of elite house flippers and wholesalers called Seven Figure Flipping. We don't brag or show off our success, but instead let integrity and stewardship be our guide. We are dedicated to helping people unlock the freedom they desperately need. If you ask other real estate investors, they will say to keep your secrets quiet. But we believe in abundance, not scarcity. And that's why we are the elite. We are Seven Figure Flipping, and this podcast 
is our playbook. I'm going to introduce you to a couple extraordinary people, right? Not ordinary people, extraordinary people who choose not to be ordinary, just like Kevin Brown said this morning. So I want to bring a couple people, introduce them to you, let them tell their story a little bit, and uh, see what it looks like on the other side of where you are right now. And so from dreaming, like you are right now, to doing and to getting there, like this is one of the most fun sessions that I have. Can we, uh, can we go live to that, uh, that image that you guys have there, the four of them? So there's the four of them. I'm going to pull that back to me. And then I'm going to bring them to you kind of individually, I think. So um, Flip and Danny. So first, first people I want to introduce you guys to is Flip and Danny Robeson. These, this couple is absolutely amazing, like unbelievable. So can you guys take a minute to just tell your story? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, both of us were raised in uh, lower income uh, families, and we knew we didn't want to struggle like our parents and, and our families did while we were growing up. Uh, we wanted to have the financial freedom and to take care of our parents and our families. Um, a little bit about us is we were both professional musicians. Uh, we're actually official members of the uh, professional trumpet players turned seven FFers. I see you, Terry. Um, <laughs> and uh, we knew that wasn't going to be our full-time career. So we uh, jumped into real estate a little over 12 years ago with both feet and have never looked back. And uh, now we want to take our dream even further. And uh, we want to build up leaders within our company uh, to take it over and achieve financial freedom for themselves and their families. And we didn't with this dream just for ourselves we wanted to extend it to all everyone in our circle and and which is why our team that we have now and and uh what that we are building is so important to us so fast forward to um prior to meeting bill allen and seven figure flipping um if anybody uh here knows us you know that we love coaches. We love mastermind groups. We love training. Um, it doesn't matter what business we're in. We've always got it. We've always invested in ourselves in that way. We figure we're either going to lose the money trying to do it on our own, or we're going to invest the money into a group and a support um, training program of some kind that's going to take us past all the mistakes we would have made. Um, and that's a, a worthy investment for us. So we've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars in real estate coaching. Um, we ended up in a, a situation where right now we have uh, four real estate businesses. Before we joined Seven Figure Flipping, we are starting our fifth. And there was something that we needed help with. And we said, all, we've outgrown all of our coaches to this point in time. We need to find a new circle of influence. And so we started interviewing mastermind groups. We interviewed three, <laughs> Seven Figure Flipping one. They are the most authentic. They were also the most expensive. Bill might not have wanted me to say that, but I say it on purpose because we didn't care about the money. It was truly finding the right fit, the right culture fit, the right training fit, the right coach fit. Um, the great, um, the call was very much about us asking us the right questions, what we needed. They, the other two were, they were just pitching us. You know, we want your money. We, we're just here for a sales pitch. They weren't asking the right questions. So it was an easy answer. Um, and we wanted to invest ourselves in that way. Uh, and so once we came in, we've been in it 14 months now. We've already renewed. And we told Bill the last time, I think we were on a, a podcast, we said something that we've learned since we've been in this group is that we will never outgrow this group. This is a group that we can stand forever because the members of you guys have seen 
all these people on stage, they all have different businesses. They always, they all have different expertise. Um, and we're in that Facebook group all the time, asking different people, different things. And we're learning so much. Um, and I won't like cheat and like fast forward you to today to tell you what they've done for us, but, um, you'll get that in a second. <laughs> uh, so our obstacles, uh, and by the way, I'm not going to cry. Um, our <laughs> obstacles is something that we've had, uh, since day one. And that obstacle is, can we really do it? Um, and now, uh, three years ago, it was Danny and I, uh, and now we've got over almost 30 people that, that are working for us, uh, and we call them team members. We're all team members. They, they work with us, uh, and there's a lot of people depending on us, and that's super scary, and it keeps us up at night, and, and it was time that we had to grow up and stop playing PlayStation as much, um, <laughs> but this ties back into how valuable this circle of influence is because now when we have those doubts, when we have those problems, uh, you know, we have a family of fellow investors that, you know, we can pick up the phone at any time and reach out to them and say, hey, I got this going on and, and they're there to help uh, support us, uh, you know, on our forever journey. So I wrote down three things to share with you guys about what we've done and this group made all the difference in the world. We wouldn't have done these things without this group and being uh, surrounded by such amazing people. Uh, we did two seven day flips. Um, the first one we did in five days. The second one we did in four days because we just like to beat the last goal. Then <laughs> um, we also raised uh, $6 million to be able to do more deals. Uh, and that was, uh, well, it was just a, a gold nugget from one of the members on a different way that I could do certain things. And so it allowed me to raise more than I anticipated. And then yesterday, while we're sitting in Flip Hacking Live, we closed a record number of 74 deals or doors, doors. in one day. It was a 56-unit apartment complex. 12 single family and three duplexes. And so we were high-fiving during the event. And our <laughs> and, transaction coordinator gets a day off. Yes. <laughs> and we couldn't have done it without, you know, being a part of 7FF. So um, we love this group. Hey, let me let me ask you a question, guys, because um, it, it's it's easy, like, it's you hear, like, I run four businesses, now we have five, we're doing this volume. Like, did you, you guys always like that? You came from a bunch of money and you had business backgrounds and all that stuff. Like, get, get, take me back to kind of what the roots were for you guys. Like, where did you come from? Where did you start? What did that look like? Or were you always real estate investor? Well, no, back to the professional trumpet players uh, playing gig to gig. Um, I mean, we both actually played at Disney. We both played on cruise ships. Um, and we knew it wasn't going to be our forever gig because that was that that's that paid the bills today, but not it wasn't anything that was, uh, you know, that's not going to be a lifelong career for us. And uh, so that's why we both knew real estate was where we wanted to be. Unfortunately, we got our real estate license in 2008. Uh, so that was perfect timing uh, for that. Uh, but we realized very quickly that we didn't want to be realtors. I mean, I still am, but that's not what we wanted to do. And so we jumped into real estate investing and we've pretty much done every single possible real, uh, real estate investing strategy. Um, and we landed into really what we love uh, in 2015 and, and, uh, and that's turnkey real estate. Uh, and that's what's helped build the other companies because they were all built out of necessity. Yeah. And I will just touch on one thing. When he talked about obstacles, he said, can we do it? That was our biggest thing back in 2008. It was our biggest thing in 2015. It's our biggest thing still today. Um, we always question ourselves. Can we do it? Are we capable? Should we even be here? Do we even deserve to be here? Um, it's, you know, sometimes a tough road and a, and a crazy roller coaster of a ride. So uh, yeah, we weren't always, we didn't come for money and we weren't always successful at business, but we're get, we get better every day. <laughs> You know, I, I love your attitude. It's always really positive. You guys show up with a smile on your face every time. I remember meeting you in, in San Diego last year, and just you're always just 
so helpful. Somebody needs something, and if you don't know the answer, you'll go find it, figure it out. Like your accountability group, like cheerleaders, you're always talking about the group. You are exactly what Ke- uh, Kevin Brown said. You have this like ambassador out there, and you guys are just incredible. Part of it is like taking is one thing. It's very easy to go into a place and take, 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 and say, okay, hey, I got all these videos. So what are you going to do for me? Remember what he said that? He said like, what are you going to do for me? And uh, that people are asking all the time, like, wh- what, it's all about me. Like, what is it? What do I get? What do I get? And you guys came in, you just kind of like devoured all the content, grabbed all the, the Easter eggs, took it all. And then, but you also had a ton of experience that you were able to give back. And one thing that I see is a lot of people come into the group and they have experience or they have something that they can give back. And you guys have done that from the beginning. And I'm really thankful for that. You guys are just amazing members and like n- not coming from money, working your way up and now wanting to yeah, flip. You mentioned something to me. It's like, it's not all about money. I just want to give I want to give it back. I want to figure out how to make other people successful, and it's not about money. And that, I think that's huge. That's really, really big. And we have that realization, then things change, and we can actually show up better for our team. And your guys' uh, culture in your company, you're like the culture experts, right? And you've created a really fun place to live, work, uh, and be around, and you, you're making the mastermind group more fun. So it's incredible to see. Thank you guys so much. Let's give it up Thank for Flip and Danny. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. All right. Next, I want to go to Mr. Matt Kimball. Matt Kimball, how are you, my friend? Hold on. They're unmuting you. Okay. Oh, there we go. Can you hear me? I can. How are I'm you? I'm so happy to be here, Bill. I'm happy to have you here, Matt, because I remember the first time that I met you at Flip Hacking Live a couple years ago, and uh, you were all over every, like, getting information. I just want to, and not, have never done a deal, just wanting to get involved in real estate, all that stuff is just I, I don't know. I don't want to give away the ending and spoil it, but it's just incredible to see your growth from then on. I'm sure anybody who's followed us or been in our community would agree that your growth um, uh, and some of the obstacles that you face and the things that you are going through is just absolutely amazing. So can you tell us a little bit about you? Yeah. Well, first of all, I like to tell my wife that I'm an anomaly. So <laughs> hopefully that stands out a little bit. Okay. So uh, I'm Matthew Kimball. I'm from the from Washington State, kind of the North Seattle market. Um, I believe that each one of us has a story that is unfolding in front of us. When you look forward, you don't always know where you're going to go, but when you look backwards, you can look at that dot to dot, that connect the dot picture, and you can see how that has led you to where you are today. I went down a very proverbial path. I graduated high school. I went off to college. I got an undergraduate and a master's degree in architecture, uh, got married, got a job, and went the very traditional path. Uh, I had a lot of big things that I wanted to do, but I didn't really know how I was going to get there. And I didn't really have much of a path kind of laid out in front of me. I just knew that there were some things that I really wanted to do. And then life did what it always does. Uh, It threw me a curveball. And we had a daughter. She's now seven years old, but she barely made it. She was born, uh, she was what they call a micro preemie, and she was born three and a half months early at uh, 24 and a half weeks. She was only one pound, 10 ounces at birth and spent five, mi- five months in NICU care and had multiple times where she almost died. Now, gratefully, she did not have to go through heart surgeries or many other things that a lot of kids go through, but she is an absolute miracle of miracles. And our son, who is now four, He almost had to do the same thing. He tried to show up even earlier, uh, but thankfully I'm here to report that he's doing great. So we have two kids, four and seven, and they are just incredible kids. 
So at that time, I quit my job when my daughter had to come home from the hospital. Uh, due just to family circumstances, it made most sense for me to be home. And my wife was also making more money and we didn't want someone else to care for our daughter. So I quit. And it was something that I didn't realize right away, but it was something that happened for me, not to me. And I took the next couple of years trying to figure out how I wanted to get myself back into the workforce and kind of where I wanted to go back into the industry. Because obviously having a degree in architecture, that was something I was very passionate about, but I didn't know exactly how I was going to go back into that. So after a certain amount of time, I discovered the seven figure group and I learned a couple of different things that were really important. Uh, the biggest thing for me, I think though, is that I had a lot of hopes and dreams as a little kid, but I didn't really have a pathway as I already mentioned. So once I got familiar with the group and got to know it a little bit better, I started to really feel that I could actually envision the path that was ahead of me. I could know that the hopes and dreams that I had, I could actually see that there was a pathway ahead for me to get to the things that I wanted. And I knew that by getting comfortable in this group, I was gonna be able to continue to push myself forward and start to strive towards some of those things. But entrepreneurship is the best self-awareness program I know, and it came out in full force to kick me in the butt. So as, always, as everyone always says, I didn't have the time, I didn't have the money, I didn't really know what I was doing, but, I knew that this was something that I really wanted to be a part of. And I knew that I was going to grow myself no matter how slow it was. I was going to move myself forward and I was going to do whatever it took to get there. Bill, you had an event in Nashville and that was something that I was extremely passionate about. I barely even asked my wife. I pretty much said, I'm going to this. I slept in the airport. I just ate granola bars the whole time because I had to find a way to, to make it work, to make it so that I was away from home as little as possible and save as much money as I can. I really wanted to be a part of the six-figure flipping group when that, was, when that was active, but I was not in a place to do it. I just wasn't ready. I knew it was something that was there. I knew it was something that I wanted to be a part of, but I just couldn't do it. But I had to keep inching forward for both me and for my family. You have to commit yourself to your why. And for me, one of my biggest whys is obviously my wife and my kids. You have to commit yourself to your goals. For me, my biggest goal right now is for my wife to retire. I want her to be done. She has worked her butt off to support me and our kids and take care of us. And it's my turn to give her the freedom to be able to be home with our kids and continue to watch them grow, which is the blessing that I've gotten to have the last few years. And then you have to be monomaniacally focused on the things that matter to you. One of the things that's most important to me is something that Ed Milet says. He says, when I die, I envision a sort of ceremonial exit where I am introduced to the man I was born to be and that I was supposed to be and that I was destined to be. And my goal is that when I die and I go up and I shake, that hand, shake the hand of that man, I want to be that identical twin. I don't want to be a stranger. I want to know exactly who that person is because I have worked for that. I want to be that for me. And I want to be that for my kids. And I want to be that for my wife. Wow. That's some, power, some powerful stuff, huh? How clear and crisp is that vision, right? 
So that is the vision that you start building off of and taking action. And one of the things we're going to talk about tomorrow, all this uh, accountability, what are you going to do when you leave here? What are your goals? How to break it down? Like that is a crystal clear vision that you can see, right? And, you know, Matt, it, as you were talking, you reminded me of a phone call that we had. Do you, I, I don't know if you remember, but you called me and we jumped on a phone call talking about six-figure flipping when you were thinking about joining. Do you remember that call? Like I said, do you remember my uh, advice? I do. I was getting ready to go into a RIA meeting. Okay. So, so how, you asked me if you should join Six Figure Flipping. You told me your story. Do you remember what I said? To, uh, what, did, what did I, like, how did that conversation go? Did I say, join, jump in, it's your time right now? Yes. Or wh how did that conversation go? I think he's frozen. You said, <laughs> oh. you said, don't wait. You're going to miss out. No. You, Bill, you gave me the advice that I needed to do what was right for me and for my family. Yeah. It looks like I'm a little unstable here. Uh, no, I, I, we can you hear gave you me now. advice that I needed to do what was right for me, for my family. Yeah. And as we were talking, okay. I mean, I could hear in your and, voice. <laughs> go, go ahead. Yeah. You go. And you, you go. This is weird. <laughs> okay. You told me that I needed to do what was right for me and for my family, that there was an opportunity there, and that if I was ready for it, it would be there. But I needed to take my time to do what I needed. And I knew that it wasn't, I wasn't quite ready. I wanted to do it, but I knew in the coming, you know, in the coming months, I was going to have another opportunity. So I gave myself a little bit more time. I committed and got myself ready. And then when the runway program opened up last fall, I jumped in all the way. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad we got that story. So I'm sorry for stepping on you. It was uh, kind of some feedback here. So exactly right. And you're not the only one that I've had that conversation with. I've had that conversation with a lot of people. And I think when Danny was talking about their story with um, like uh, a program that's kind of pushing you in, being really salesy, it's, it's about you. Like it, it's, it, Kevin Brown even said it, like great people ask great questions, right? You're asking questions, finding out what their needs are, what, what's best for you. Is it your time? And I could tell you wanted to do it. It didn't sound like you were financially ready. And I'm not the person that can make that decision for you. You have to believe in you before anyone else can believe in you. And you have to make the leap. You have to make the commitment. And you did. And you were the one sleeping in the airport. You were the one scraping up the money to put together for that event. And I, it, on the record, I did feed you a couple days while you were there. It wasn't just granola bars. We did provide some lunches and a dinner and stuff. So, uh, but we, but you, oh, it was you good could, food too. It was good food. And I, I should, if I knew that I would have given you some plastic bags to put in your pockets and just line them with food. So you could eat other, something other than granola bars, <laughs> but, uh, but you committed, you made that commitment and you dedicated it. And I've never seen like relentless pursuit of where you want to go in your vision more than you. Like persistence is the word that I would put on you. You're incredibly persistent. You will go and go and go. If you hit a wall, you'll figure out how to get around it, over it, through it, whatever it takes. And you're not going to turn around and run away. And I don't see that in a lot of people. So, and I saw it in every year, you showing up at Flip Hacking Live and saying, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. And finally you did. And now to see your success, let's real quick, where, where are you now? What's, what's happening now? We know your vision. What have you been able to do since then, since joining the Runway Group? Yeah, so we've done three flips so far since last year. Uh, we're actually just finishing up our third one. And we also bought two rentals that are out of state. And our goal is to hit the first, you know, 12 deals mark, and then to launch forward and, and develop more consistencies in our business. Awesome. And uh, I, I'm, I'm so excited for you. I really am. And I think you've got uh, a really bright future, and I'm excited to see what happens. If you keep this resilience, this persistence uh, for that vision, you're going to go a long way, and I'm proud to be walking alongside of you and in, in this group with you. So thanks, Matt. Thanks, Bill. Let's I give appreciate it. Up for Matt. it.
All right, let's go to Robert and Therese Anderson. Hey, gu hey guys, how are you? <laughs> you can hear my tribe in the background, right? <laughs> yeah, I heard the, uh, you got like uh, stadium seating and some noise in the background. The, the 13th man is back there, so, or 12th man, it's 12th man, yeah. All right, yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit about you guys. Well, we're Robert and Therese Anderson. Uh, we have four wonderful kids. Um, uh, we are originally from Denver, Colorado. Uh, we moved to uh, Cape Coral, Florida in January and started our flipping business then. Um, I'm a realtor in both states and I have an agent team uh, in Colorado. So I'm a longtime listener of the podcast. Um, prior to joining the Runway Group in October, I had done three flips in a commercial deal in the previous three years. Seemed like a lot more, but did a lot of the work myself and Took a long time. Um, also, fourplex in Southern Colorado. We did about a hundred thousand dollar rehab on it. We were going to flip it and uh, ended up keeping it. So we moved down to Florida in January. Got our first deal under contract and closed in March, March twenty fourth, right when the quarantine happened. So I took my kids and put them to work. Daddy daycare construction. <laughs> Uh, we're set to close on our eighth deal when we get back next week. Um, <laughs> <thank> you. <laughs> yeah, yeah let's give it up for him. The crew is <laughs> clapping. All right. Hey, I want you guys to relax a little bit. Like, tell your story. I know. So, we, look. The, we don't have these are we don't have professional speakers. These are real people doing real things. It's amazing. But you guys, like, you. So to understand this, you lived in Denver, Colorado. You had an agent team, and Therese, you're a successful agent there, still are. You still run a team uh, virtually in Colorado. And you attended Flip Hacking Live October. It sounded like Robert has been a longtime listener to the podcast. Um, how did that go? Robert, were you like, I want to join this mastermind for a few years? And Therese was like, no. Or was Therese saying yes, and you were saying no? What was going on there? Well, I, I actually always had the call to go down to the beach, and we, we kept looking at Pensacola, and that was one of the reasons I didn't join. I'm like, Bill's never going to let me join the group. Move to Pensacola. So but we ended up moving to a different part of Florida. Um, so basically it's kind of funny though. I, I was like, what is a podcast going to give you? Like, I guess I just can't imagine. And, you know, I, I had this limiting belief that, that this was going to be like, just, just, not, you know, we weren't going to get any systems or processes. And so he finally drug me down to flip hacking live. And I was like, all right, I'm a little reluctant to go, but, uh, we went and, um, after the second day, I was just like, wow, this is like, they actually have a system. These people are actually, you know, doing deals. They're closing it. They're real people. It was, um, it, it just was an awesome experience. And I started to feel more comfortable that, um, that this was really going to be the place where we could actually grow and learn how to do this. Um, I also too found my tribe of people, like the 11 people in the other room over here. Um, <laughs> um, I, I found people who could speak our language that like understood us, understood real estate, understood um, how to talk about flips. And we could, you know, just go walk up to anybody and say, you know, hey, how did you do this? And they were just so open and honest and said, you know, here's my, uh, you know, here's, here's how we did this. Um, also too, like no one judged us about our crazy dreams or what we wanted to do and didn't think that it was uh, something impossible. And then once we got in the group, um, we joined the accountability groups and it was absolutely amazing. Um, it was the small steps of learning how to each week show up to my accountability group 
And it was awesome because each one of us was able to go to an accountability group with, with such high level people and just say, you know, hey, listen, I'm struggling with this or um, I need advice on how you did this and, and get the feedback that you needed or jump in the Facebook group and say that. Um, also too, uh, with the accountability group, we had small goals that really helped us launch our big goals. So you, Robert, you mentioned that you were kind of like this do-it-yourself person, like uh, I'm just going to get it done, get it done, get it done. So how is, has that changed over time or is that you still have that, that struggle where you're trying to do everything yourself? Uh, no, it's definitely changed. Yeah, I, I used to be a big fan of, of Think and Grow Rich and, you know, it always talked about mastermind and never really got it. You know, I was like, I, I want to be self-made and, you know, figure it out on my own and that was pretty painful for a lot of years, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely changed everything for us. Okay. So now that you guys have kind of joined, I don't know if anybody noticed, but their name was on that liftoff award, right? And they've moved up from the runway group to the altitude group and they just came in. Uh, Therese was a successful agent. They weren't actively flipping houses and they jumped down, moved from Denver down to Florida in January. They joined in October, right? Moved in January, didn't get their first house under contract till March. So from March to now have seen massive success, growth, uh, incredible deals that they're doing. It's, it's really cool to see. So like since then, what has happened? Like, where are you guys in your business? And what are some of the big milestones that you guys have hit? Like maybe some, maybe you did like a, a, a flip that didn't take that long or something like that. <laughs> Well, before we joined, my longest flip took 18 months. So we kind of got the, the first one down to 21 days, and we've been averaging 30 days, and we did one in seven days. Yeah. Thanks okay. to Tyler, Tyler Jensen. Yeah. My awesome team. You know, yeah. It was, I was really just an air traffic controller. I think you still had some kids working on that project, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So nice work. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Our daughters are designers, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, it was cool to watch because you guys were doing Facebook Lives throughout that. I noticed you were trying to raise some money uh, on on uh, Facebook and things and doing like bringing people behind the scenes. And I was watching every single day. You were tagging me and it was just so fun to watch and follow along. I mean, that pool went from something I, I mentioned earlier that I would not throw my enemy into to something that I would <laughs> gladly swim in with my kids. So I don't know how you guys did it, but it was an unbelievable transformation and happened in seven days. And so Tyler came up here. We created that series where he flipped four houses in seven days on YouTube, on our channel, and showed other people how to do it, the documents, all that stuff, and followed along. And so many people have been replicating that. I mean, you did it in seven days. Danny and Flip are bragging. They did one in like four days and then another one in like six minutes and stuff like that. Like, who knows what's going to happen uh, going forward, but we're constantly kind of like pushing ourselves to do more. And it's really cool to watch that. So what's next for the Andersons? Well, when we get back, we're, we're closing on another deal. Um, we're going to continue the rest of this year to uh, look for some more deals. And I'd like to get that club award. Yeah. Next year. <laughs> All right. All right. A seven figure club award. So what, um, what made you move from up from the runway to the altitude group? Like uh, some of the runway members are, you know, kind of coming back into the, the next, the next year of runway and you guys were deciding to go up to altitude. What was that decision like? Yeah, I mean, we just wanted to be surrounded by big thinking people and generous people, you know, big givers, and you know, wanted to average of the five people that you surround yourself with. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You guys are amazing. It's really cool to see. I can't, it, it remind, remind me a lot of 
myself and some of the other people that really grew, uh, you know, pretty quickly and successfully. So uh, it's amazing to watch you guys. You're an inspiration to a lot of people for sure. And uh, you guys know exactly where you want to go. And um, I mean, to move from Denver down to Florida to take a successful business and turn it on its head and still run it virtually. And I suspect, Therese, correct me if I'm wrong, are a lot of the things that we're doing in this mastermind group and, and, um, and teaching and hiring and training and all that stuff, does that help you at all in your, real, your realtor business and your like, brokerage and everything that you're doing? Absolutely. It teaches you how to work with other people. Um, also gives you insight into, um, I, I didn't have a whole lot of insight into a uh, whole wholesaling. Um, so it gave me a lot of insight and, and a different respect for wholesalers. So a realtor that has respect for wholesalers. Now we're talking, okay, we're doing something right if we did that. So um, that that's always been my mission is to figure out how to, you know, bring in and train some wholesalers that have integrity, that can do things correctly, legally, all that stuff, and, and do the right thing for the homeowner, the buyer, and the seller, right? So, all right, thank you guys so much. The Andersons, let's give it up for them. The tribe in the background, tell everybody if you said hi. We love them all. And I uh, hope you guys have some fun. Not too much fun tonight because we have another day tomorrow, okay? All right, have fun down there. All right, last but not least, Mr. Daryl Woods. What's going on, Daryl? Hey, how's it going, Bill? I'm, going I'm doing good. well. I, it looks like you took off your army shirt and put on a seven-figure runway shirt. So uh, that wasn't my doing, but uh, let's jump into your story, Daryl. All right, sure. So my name is Daryl Woods. Uh, I have two children. I have a lovely wife. Her name is Tawan Woods. She's a, a health care provider. She can't be here right now because she's actually working from home. So she's down there in the other office uh, working right now still. Um so uh, I spent six years active in the military, six years reserve. Um, I'm originally from Gary, Indiana. Um, if you know anything about Gary, Indiana, it was a, a challenging place to grow up. Um, I had role models around me. I had people around me that uh, my dad, I had influences around me. There was always negativity as well that could be around me as well too, but I was able to uh, dodge and duck a lot of things, you know, that could have cost me some trouble here and there. And um, when I graduated high school, I went off to the military. I did six, again, I did six years active, six reserve. I'm a Gulf War veteran. Um, I got stationed in California. And when I got stationed in California, I've always been an out of the box type thinker. And uh, real estate was something that always intrigued me. So I started looking into like some of the real estate gurus out there that was back in that time in about like 1997, 98. And um, a lot of their stuff, it kind of got outdated, but um, I wanted to just dive in. But I, I, by me still being in the military, active on, at that point, I really didn't have a lot of time. So what I did was um, I started, like, once I got back home and got out of the military, I joined college. Uh, I actually got in school. And I was going to school at Indiana University Northwest. I was going to school for visual basic, uh, computer programming, and I had a visual basic class. And um, I was also working on the property, and I also had a job where I used to have to wear a hard hat and steel toe boots all the time. And I worked swing shifts, so I didn't know whether I was coming or going sometime. And um, at the end of the day, I still wanted to kind of jump into actually doing a deal and doing real estate because I was like listening to that stuff like it was the Bible to me. I mean, I would be um, listening to it while I'm driving to work, while I'm at home, before I go to sleep, all of the above. So I finally just had enough courage while I was in school still, I was very busy. I had enough courage to go ahead and there was a property that was a kind of distressed property. 
and I wanted to just really, uh, really, you know, get into it. But, you know, I, I had enough to actually get going, but I, I just kind of just had to execute. And um, once I started executing on it, I didn't know the numbers as well as I do now. Um, but once I started executing on it and everything, I turned the house around, had a few challenges uh, with that property. Um, but when I uh, got a chance to go to the bank after I re rehabbed it, totally did the whole rehab on it. Uh, a lot of my friends thought I was crazy at the time <laughs> to do that. But once I finished the rehab, I went to the bank and um, I was already kind of trying to build relationships with the bank. And uh, back then, I think that was like 2005. And um, when I got done with the property, I had netted about 70K. I was able to walk away with 70K, keep the property, and then I put a rental, a renter in it. And um, that was just kind of off of the fly, just learning and trying to just go. Go back to my class uh, that I was taking, my computer uh, programming class. And back then, I think, what was it, 2005, I say, uh, it was like my professor had mentioned, you know, once you finish this computer programming class, you can net anywhere between 35 to 40 K, which that was a lot of money back then. But here I am sitting on 70 K after, after my deal that I did back then. So I, it just never sat with me. Right. Um, I finished the, the visual, I finished the computer programming class, but after that I ended up just changing my major to business. And even there, I still wasn't getting, all that I needed even in school under business management. So to fast forward a little bit, um, after that, I kept doing deals, um, kept doing a bunch of deals. Like it kind of got addicting to me. So I started just doing several properties in Indiana. And um, before you know it, bam, 2008, 2009 hit the stock market. I mean, the market crashed, real estate market crashed. Um, now I'm stuck with all of these properties. Um, I had tenants that were moving in and out. Um, I couldn't keep steady tenants. And um, it was a challenge. It was a, a really tough challenge in, my, in our life, in my family's life, with a young family like that at the time. So uh, we were able to weather the storm and we went through it. And, um, you know, in, in 2010, uh, I believe we, yeah, we moved here to Dallas, uh, to the Dallas Fort Worth area where I reside now. And um, I didn't get rid of the properties right then. I just kept working through them, trying to get through everything. Um, trying to just figure out how to make ends meet. Um, we had challenges in our family because, you know, my wife, she understood real estate, but she didn't understand it to the extent that I just couldn't stop paying the mortgages on these properties. I didn't want to burn the mortgages because I wanted to at least make sure that I was able to be in good standings with that. So a lot of times we went without and um, we, uh, we weathered the storm all the way through. And a few years ago, um, we were able to sell all of those properties. And um, I was able to uh, uh, get a, a, a return on each one of those properties. And I, now I only hold one in Indiana. And then um, from there, we decided that, okay, I'm gonna just take a step back from real estate for a little while. It kind of had me shook a little bit. And I didn't get back into real estate um, until just last year. Or I will say when I came to Flip Hack Live, I was just starting back on real estate and dealing with properties. I found a deal here in Dallas. Um, so I just, mustered up the courage to go ahead and start on it. And um, I was actually working that deal. And uh, as I was working that deal, I found uh, a, um, <clears throat> a loan officer and that that, uh, lend, that private lender happened to be lending homes. So uh, from there, they gave me a ticket, a free ticket to flip Hack Live because they was impressed at how I was actually moving that property. So they, was, they said, hey, why don't you try to uh, check out Flip Hack Live and there's gonna be some, some uh, 
mastermind people there. There's going to be some gurus there. There's going to be some people there that you can really grow from. And from there, that's kind of how I landed uh, in uh, Flip Hack Live. And then fast forward it after I looked at it, I saw everything. I saw it was a, a, a bunch of military people like me, I mean, that were in the um, in Flip Hack Live. I'm, I was able to network and meet uh, uh, several people. And as I met several people, I said, I, you know, I, I think I can do this again. And I, you know, wanted to take it a little bit serious because I was just kind of going step by step with it at the time. So I went ahead and signed up, joined. Um, it's been phenomenal. Um, I uh, look at my accountability uh, classes. I started out with uh, my first accountability. And in that accountability, I had uh, E-Class in there. I had uh, uh, Becca who, you know, basically everything she kind of put out there on runway helped push me. It helped encourage me. It was pretty motivating. Uh, we used to joke around. I told her I didn't have a flip hack live uh, or a seven figure runway hat, but I did have my army hat. So we did a lot of joking around here and there. But um, overall, it was uh, it was a good a good fit for me. And um, now it, I, I've done three flips now, and I've uh, started doing more wholesaling now because I want to kind of take my 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 business more global. I want to get more into like virtual wholesaling and be in different markets and things like that. And I took that leap. And now I've uh, done uh, three wholesale deals now, but I started out actually flipping properties, which I still love doing, but I'm just kind of like more like intrigued by the wholesale side now. So I'm doing more wholesale deals. I was able to get three wholesale deals done. And, I, and um, when I first started and up to now, I have two, uh, three flips and um, I did three wholesale deals. All right. Absolutely amazing. So like, I'm just going to recap that a little bit. You uh, grew up in Gary, Indiana, obviously, uh, for those who don't know about Gary, Indiana, it's not the, it, it has a reputation. Let's just leave it there. And uh, it's a pretty rough area. And, um, and then from there, you went to the army and you were working in the army and then you were going to school as an army reservist as well. And you didn't have a lot of time, but you decided to find a house renovate it. You found this cheap house. I mean, we did a podcast together. I know this story is absolutely amazing. Found this house, put all the work into it, found a bank to finance it, pulled 70000 out. And your instructor said, leaving here after this class, you're going to be making about $35,000 a year. And you said, wait, well, I just got two years of income in my pocket. I don't think this is the best move to do. So said, got into real estate. And the interesting part about your story, I think, is that 0809 time where it was it crashed and you had the option to kind of turn away and and let go of those houses foreclose on those houses do whatever it is that you could have done and they were in Gary Indiana right that area so um, and since then you, they've doubled in price as you held on to them and you weathered that storm constant storms that you're weathering all the time figuring it out and the interesting thing whenever I talk to you is like you're, you're taking it slow. Like you're like, okay, I, I feel the pain from before. I'm carrying that around still. I recognize it. I understand it. And now going forward, I'm not going to jump in and go do five properties, 10 properties at once. I just, I'm, I know what I'm doing. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it one. I'm going to do another one. I'm going to do another one. Start learning. And you're definitely going the right direction in the right way while breaking off that armor, like chipping away the armor that we talked about the first day, right? And starting to figure out what you want to do, who you are, and what that path looks like. So it's uh, it's really incredible to see what you've accomplished. And even as we were talking, you know, earlier, you said, 
Um, I, I could have done a couple more deals. I just kind of decided uh, I, I wasn't going to do that. So like you, you're intentional about what you're doing, and it's really impressive because I'm kind of a deal junkie, and so when people send me stuff, I'm like, oh, let me look at that. Okay, yes, I'll do that. Yep, I'm interested in doing that. I want to do all these other things. So to have that um, discipline, I think, is really important in business, too. It's a fine line between saying yes to everything and being able to say no. And so I'm uh, really impressed with, with what you've done. Um, I'm happy that Lending Home uh, got you a ticket. You came, you saw us, and there was something on the podcast that we did together. Um, and there was, there was a reason why you said, you told me that you joined. I don't know if you remember this, but um, like shake your head. If, do you know what I'm talking about? I said, uh, mm-hmm. you said, you said something from stage that resonated with you. Do you can you share what that was? So I, I had been to a lot of uh, I've been to a lot of uh, workshops and, um, you know, meetups and real estate deals like that. I've even been to some that um, where you couldn't even talk to each other, you know, and, you know, and then when, you, you know, somebody monitoring the room and they were like, you can't even use your phone in the room and all of these things. And um, it just threw off red flags to me. And, um, you know, it was like, hurry up, hurry up, you know, buy you know, let's buy this product. And, you know, they had like credit cards everywhere and all of that kind of stuff. And um, with yours, it was different. One, you were, I, I felt the integrity. Um, I, uh, you know, I, I felt where you were at, you know, as far as the military. And as I got to know you better, I um, started understanding that, you know, you, you really cared about people growing in this, um, in this community. And then two, um, one of the things you said that really stood out is that, you said that if you don't have the cash or if you don't have it, don't try to force yourself to come in here and um, and do something you can't do today. I'm not going to pull, you know, put your arm behind your back, basically. And you were saying that if you don't, you know, if you don't have it, you know, you don't have to worry about trying to join now. Maybe just try to, you know, come back a little bit later on and join when you have a I don't want you to have a financial situation by joining my community. And that, and that spoke volumes to me. I appreciate you sharing that. And, and for me, I think it's a similar conversation that I had with Matt that I'm glad that I got, I got it across to you from the stage, right? It's hard because, you know, being able to like present an opportunity to invite somebody into our community and see the authenticity and the integrity, hopefully that you guys saw over the last day and a half for our team and our staff and everybody here and all the members that we're sharing with you. So uh, Daryl, Matt, Therese, Rob, <laughs> Robert, uh, Flip, Danny, Thank you guys so much for being here with us. It's really cool. I had such a good time talking to you guys, and I'm, I'm thankful that you guys shared your hero journey with everybody else. Let's give it up for all, all these amazing members of our community. All right. I hope you enjoyed that look inside of our runway program and some of our members' successes that they've had over the last year. It is incredible to see how far some of these folks have gone in the group. And I cannot wait to see all of our new members who are signing up right now and what they're going to accomplish this year. And they may well find themselves on the success panel in October 2021. And I can't wait for that. I have seen so much incredible success from this group. And it just, is awesome. It's awesome to see, and it makes me super excited for the next group coming through. If you want to find out more about the Seven Figure Runway Group, go to sevenfigurerunway.com. That's the number seven, figurerunway.com. And make sure you sign up before tonight, guys, because after tonight, the doors will be closed for a whole year. No joke. I'm telling you, if you apply a month from now, if you apply a day from now, 
the answer is going to be no. It's closed for the year and you won't be able to get in until next October. So don't miss out. I'll see you in the group.